My name is Rebecca. If it's your first time here or you haven't met me before, I am just so privileged to be here with you today and to bring uh, the message today. Uh, we are in a series called Nothing Really Matters. And it's a little bit funny because church is a, is a place that is associated with care and love. And to say that nothing really matters anymore, um, you know, it kind of grabs your attention. But we're saying that because in this series that we're looking at, we're, we're answering the question when nothing really matters anymore. And when the world is crazy, which our world nowadays is just uh, gone bananas. Um, but when nothing really matters, what, what matters? You know, when, when the world is crazy and we have all lived through a pandemic. And that was crazy, huh? So many things happened. And so we're just thinking about all of that. And we're expected a normal world. And then we find out that life is crazy again because there's a war happening. And all of a sudden, it's not normal. It's not what we expect it to be. And so when life is crazy, you know, you start to question, you know, what, what is next? What, why do, what do I do? What do I, what anchor do I hold myself on so that I can balance myself again when everything is out of balance? So there's a pandemic, there's war, and now the economy, just the economic price is just crazy. Like uh, maybe you were used to doing things a certain way in a budget, and now, at least my house, <laughs> things are so much more expensive. We're going over budget. But it's just to understand that, you know, it is crazy out there. It is crazy. And so how do we center ourselves in this crazy world? There are some personal issues we've been dealing with, struggles, and there are some, you know, some, some private struggles that we've been dealing with. And so what can we do when it feels like nothing really matters anymore? That's the question we're answering. And maybe you're here, like I said, for the first time, and you're just figuring out what, what does church have to say about the subject of the world being crazy and, you know, finding a place to center themselves into what do they have to say. In part one last week, we saw that Pastor Jamie spoke about a core value that we have, which is faith. It's a massive thing. And it doesn't only impact you if you're a Christ follower, but if you're not a Christ follower here today, uh, it also impacts the world around us. It really does. And so we're going to be looking over the next five weeks um, into some really core values and we looked at faith we're going to look today at another one we're going to look at peace we're going to look at generosity some really really important things so make sure you stick around uh to see that but also if you missed last week's message you can go on our youtube channel and uh find this message which was really uh life-changing for me i love just hearing pastors uh, pastor jamie's thoughts on this and so we learned that we need to be rooted and established and we need to be centered we need to be centered in our faith. We need to anchor ourselves in order to stay centered. And we saw this in Hebrews 6.19 that says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul firm and secure. And that's what we have to say in our faith as people of faith in the room today. If you are a Christ follower, we have a hope. And it's firm and it's secure. And it's something we can hold on to. And even when crazy times come, if, that, if our hope is in Jesus, you know what? We're, we're going to be fine. Because he's a firm and secure foundation, an anchor that we can hold on to. And we looked at a wise and a foolish builder. If you were here or if you go back to the message, you're going to see that uh, there's a difference. There's a massive difference. And there's three ways that we can build a house that stands in this crazy world. And three ways are hearing the word, is spending time in the word, hearing it, being here and hearing the word as well. Trusting the word because it will make you brave and acting on the word. Take a step of faith. You know, God is with you. You are not alone. And that's how you can build a house that will stand through crazy times, through the unseen and the, 
you know, things we don't even understand in this world. You can hold on to Jesus. So faith is a personal but public matter. You know, you can have a personal experience with Jesus, and yet it's very public because we get to do life together. Look around. There's so many people in this room, and we get to do life together. And so it's personal, but it's also public. After hearing the word, we need to decide to put into practice. It's our decision. And so, uh, like I said, if you're not a Christ follower and you're saying, actually, you know, I don't even know if I want to hear the word. I'm just here to check you guys out. <laughs> you know, uh, you can, you're going to hear our heart in this message and what we mean by this and why we do and why this foundation is so important, you know. That as Christ followers, we need to act on it. If we don't put it into practice, you know, faith is not just believing. It's actually doing it. It's so, so important. So stick around. Um, and when you do this, when you apply, you realize that it's not only for your own benefit, your faith, I'm talking to all you Christ followers in the room, myself included. It's not only for our benefit, but also for the benefit of others. And we see that um, Jesus said in Matthew 22, verse 37 through 9, he said, you know, he was asked, what is the greatest commandment? You know, what is it really that really matters? And he says, what really matters is that you love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul and all of your mind and all of your strength. And it didn't stop there. He said, and the second one, I need to put that in there. So, you know, you need to love your neighbor because when you, when you put into practice, you'll realize that your faith is not only for yourself, you do it together. And so that's why today in part two of this series, nothing really matters. We are looking at the topic of community. And before I go on, I have a gift for you guys. I have a gift. I think you guys are going to be more excited. I brought a gift for you guys. That's the exciting part. Uh, but the Fulcher team are going to hand out a gift right now to you. But the, the not so exciting part about this is that you might not find it so exciting because it's a very small gift. And by itself, this gift is quite useless. But I need you to hold on to it. So as the Fulcher team passes it on, you are going to see this gift that I have for you. I want you to see. And if you're watching us online, you're going to find out what it is that I'm talking about in just a moment. So as we're getting this gift, you're going to look at it and you're going you're gonna to see that it's something familiar. It's probably not the first time you've seen this, but it is from me to you. So I hope you get to keep it, you know. And, and so I need to hold on to it. Can you guys see what it is? Yeah? It's not, I know. I knew you guys were going to be very excited, but it is a gift from me. And what it is, it's a piece of Lego. Now, we don't always have the best experience with Lego because... Uh, you know, either you're a parent here and you've seen this around the house or you're, you know, a sibling and your siblings like to play with this. Or maybe you have a friend who has kids and this is around the house and you've stepped on one of these. Has anyone ever stepped on one of these? It's almost worse than stepping on a very sharp object. It does something to you. So hold on to this, please. And we're going to talk about it in just a moment. But that's that's a piece of Lego there. And so as we look, as we continue to look in this, in this message today, we see that the practicing of your faith, which is what we spoke about last week, our faith. So by practicing it, it will lead you to community one way or the other. When you put your faith in Jesus and you trust him and you act uh, in the word, you know, and, and you're reading it. And so the practicing of your faith leads you to community. And as we saw already in scripture, Matthew, that, you know, Jesus was saying it's, it's loving God first, but then community comes with that. But what is community? Let's just clarify before I move forward. What is community really? And community is, in its simplest form, it's a group of people with something in common. So you, without even realizing it, you're part of at least one community or more. For example, 
you have something in common with your neighborhood because you guys all live in the same place. So that's a community. And even in your workplace, think about that. You guys have something in common because you work for the same person or the same company, but you're together. You might not be best friends, you know, you might not hang out outside work, but it's still a community in that environment. And community in a great way that I saw this week and I thought was very cool. Uh, to remember what community is, is common unity. You have something in common and it brings unity. And I thought that was really cool. So maybe that'll help you remember as well. And so it's so important for us to know that a healthy community and a helpful community, it will help you to sense this trust and sense of care and connection. And I have a story to share because I was talking to a friend this week and he was telling me that he started a new job. And so he started this new job and he's super excited because he's been really wanting to do this. And uh, after a few days, it's very fresh still, after a few days, he realized that there's a lot of new people also starting this job. Now, if you're thinking about this very carefully, you're going to realize that he's thinking, um, why is there a lot of people joining? And that means a lot of people left. And he's thinking, why have a lot of people left the place I just started working in? It's a red flag. Maybe there's a problem here that <laughs> it's not so great and maybe I shouldn't be so excited about starting here because there's, there's a problem. But he soon realized uh, in, in the staff meeting context and the, the managers clarified that it was very toxic you know, before and a lot of people were asked to leave or, you know, or just left because it was an environment, it was a community that wasn't necessarily very caring and it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of trust. And so it's so important to understand that for a group of people to form a true community, that enriches the lives of its members, so you're, you're adding to it, you're helping, you're changing. The, every individual must sense a trust and connection and caring for one another. If you think about it, you want to be in a community that you feel cared for, isn't it? Do you guys feel that? Do you feel like you want to be part of a community that there's trust and that you feel like somebody says something, there's trust? If you open up to someone, they're not going to be telling everybody there's trust. And so, really, we all want to be part of the kind of community that enriches your life it makes you better you know and so community is where you also find comfort in difficult times you know it's so important that we have the sense of comfort that we can go to this community for comfort and um, a famous author francis moore said this community is survival we humans wither outside of community it isn't a luxury community is not a luxury it's not just a nice thing community is essential for our well-being and if we think about it, we realize that this is true, that he's actually speaking the truth. And, and sometimes we, we may be away from community for a while and you really sense it, like in the pandemic, you really, really feel it. COVID has highlighted this essential need for community. You really miss it. At the beginning, I'll be honest, I'll go first. And I kind of thought it was nice to be off work. Okay, maybe you guys can relate. It was nice to just kind of get away. It wasn't very real. The, the impact of COVID, I hadn't heard it yet and how bad it really was. And so for me, it was just like, yeah, this is crazy. It takes us out of our comfort zone and it's out of the normal. And it was nice to be home for a little while. But after that, we realized that this is isolation. And this actually really hurts that I want to see my family and I want to see my friends. And and the more, we, more time we spend in isolation, the more we go isolated. All of us, you know, in different ways. If you're, if you're an essential worker, you experienced isolation or loneliness in a different way. And if you were home and working from home or not working at all, it was isolation, but maybe in a different way also. And this isolation led us to disconnection. 
and we felt disconnected. If you think about it, if you go back to uh, March 2020 when it all started, you know, we, we felt disconnected, you know, even after a while and 5K limit, you couldn't go past that. And, and that's the thing with this little gift I gave you today. This little piece of Lego disconnected from everything else, from every other piece, it's, it's quite useless, really. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just a pain because you're going to step on it and so on. But if you think about it, it's so valuable. You spend money on this. If you're a parent here and you bought Lego for your kids, you're going to know this costs money. And when it comes together, it's something really, really good. But when it's on its own, uh, it's not really valuable. And so what I want you to know is that you like a piece of Lego, when you're together in community, you, you have something to add. We don't want you to be alone, and we don't want you to feel like you're not valuable. But just like a piece of Lego, something so important, but out of the context of community, you know, and togetherness with other pieces, like all of you have, we all have one today, um, you know, it's not, it's not very valuable. Right now, you're thinking of putting this in the bin, and it's okay. It's not personal, okay? If you, if you need to get rid of it, but take it home, think about it. Maybe it'll remind you of this message today, but... You know, the absence of social connection can have profound effects on our health. It's, I know something silly as a Lego and so superficial, you know, as an analogy like that, but really the absence of social connection really actually has an effect on our health. It really does, and in our overall health, mental, physical health, we all felt it in the pandemic. And yeah, there was times where we were just out of balance, you know, with maybe it was fitness or eating or just just mentally, not even just physically. But next slide there, guys. We realized that, you know, loneliness is a serious, serious thing. And there was an early study done by the International Health Organization on the impact of COVID-19 and the pandemic. And they said this loneliness was one of the greatest factors that impacted people's health mentally and physically. They studied this. They they really put thought and research, and they said it was actually loneliness was one of the greatest factors, and that's huge. And so ultimately, community, communities give people a support group to help them cope, first of all, with difficult challenges, band together to solve problems, and celebrate life's moments. I found out I was pregnant in March 2020, and I, it was so hard not to tell anybody. I wanted to celebrate a huge life moment for myself and my husband. And it was, it was so hard, guys. It was so hard. And, you know, I missed my community. I missed my community. I wanted to tell everyone. And we had just gone into lockdown. And it was hard because community will be a place where you can celebrate. You can come together to solve a problem. You can cope. You can help each other cope. And just the support. So we need community for our sunny days and our stormy days. It's both. We need to be encouraged sometimes. Sometimes you have a bad day. I had a really difficult week this week, and I was like, Lord, help me. And so sometimes I'm going to need encouragement, and I had friends in my life that encouraged me. But sometimes your friend is going to need the, the word of encouragement. So we need to be both. And so when the crazy world around us, you know, when the, the, the world is crazy around, it affects within. It affects us within. And so it's, it's so important to know that. And we need to be centered, like we learned last week, in Christ, but also in a community of faith. It's so, so important. The question I want to answer and help you understand a little bit more about today is this. What are the benefits of being part of a community of faith? Because you're thinking like, why should I be part of it? Like, I get that it's helped you, but you know, how does it benefit me? How does it help me? And so I want to look at this together. Um, but how I want to do this 
is uh, special because you see, I am not, I was, I was not born in Ireland, but Ireland is my home. And many of you here maybe feel the same way that you came here really young or maybe older, that's okay. Um, but you feel like, yeah, Ireland is, is my place now. They're my people. And so how I want to do this is I want us to look at three benefits, but I want us to look at them in Irish. Okay, so this is going to be cool. I heard this. Maybe you guys can confirm it. But half of the world is Irish, and the other half wants to be. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. I was like, that is so true. So whether you're the part that's already Irish, you know, in spirit, or you were born here, the other half wants to be. So we're all going to learn this together, okay? So three benefits, three words in Irish that uh, we will look at today are crack, corda, and clon. Okay? Isn't that good? Oh, I love Irish so much. Okay, so let's say them together, okay? One after the other. I want you to just get, like, used to the Irish a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to count to three, and then we're going to say one after the other. I'm going to say first one more time. So it's crack, corda, and clon. Okay? So I'm going to count to three, and we're going to say really strong. And if you make a mistake, it's cool. Uh, one, two, three. Crack, corda, and clon. Very good, guys. Okay, so we're going to look at those in Irish. And the first one is crack. We love to have the crack. If you're in Ireland more than like a week or even less, you realize that Irish people just love having fun. And it's, it's a thing. And I love that about Irish people. And so uh, crack is fun and it's a way to just lighten it up. Like keep it, you know, keep it light. It's a, it's a very unique sense of humor that Irish people have, and I love it, but it's also very important, okay, because when you don't understand the Irish humor, um, you're just, you're not going to do well here, okay? If you're here and you're planning on staying here, um, if you're born here, you know this, but until you get that when Irish people make fun of you because they love you, you're not going to, like, they make fun of you, and it's out of love. Seriously, I, it took me a while to understand that. Oh, wait, don't take it serious. It's just a joke. Okay, so if Irish people ever make fun of you and it's just because they love you. And so it's a, it's a very unique sense of humor. But, you know, it's something we take very seriously here at Lighthouse because there is this idea out there. And maybe you have this idea and you came in with this idea that, you know, church uh, is boring. So there's this idea in the world that church is boring. And so, and the truth is at Lighthouse, we value fun and having the crack so much that we're very intentional about this. We, we, when we feel like we haven't had fun in a while for some reason, maybe it's a busy season, we, we find ways to have fun. That's how we roll in Lighthouse. And so we have a team time here every Sunday morning with our volunteers that are amazing. And so sometimes I feel like, you know, things are a little too serious. It's been a difficult season. We, like, start having fun at team time, and, and it's, it's just that important to us. We also actually get together uh, once a year. We haven't done it since COVID now, but we're going to get back on track. But we get together for Christmas, and we dress up, like, gowns and everything and suit. And we go out for dinner as a dream team, and it's just because we love spending time together. Like, we love having fun. We create ways because it's not just about what we do, but who we are together, you know, as a church family. So we love to have fun here. Uh, I have some pictures to throw up of some of the people to, that I love to have fun here. And there's Patrick and Anna, and they're amazing. So I just, you know, it's really important as we start this, you guys understand, we love to have fun. Laughter is a good medicine, hey? Yes. I don't know about you, but, like, sometimes I laugh with my friends or even here on Sunday mornings, and it's just contagious. Laughter is contagious. I watched a video this week about someone who was in the train. Maybe you saw this on Instagram as well. There was a guy in the train, and he starts laughing. He's watching his, uh, something on the iPad, and he starts laughing, but he won't stop. And the next person starts laughing. 
And the next person starts laughing. And the whole train's laughing because laugh, laughter is contagious. You know, it's good medicine, but it's also contagious. Be around people who laugh. You know, be around people who are happy and who know how to have fun. And laughter makes you feel good. Everyone feels great after good laughter. And, and the, the scriptures also says this. We're going to look at a scripture, Proverbs um, 17:22. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit snaps a person's strength. And so it's an idea. We know it, but it's also in the scriptures, you know. And so have friends who will help you laugh when life should be miserable. Like, it's so, so important. I... I, not too long ago, was a week ago, I faced a fear that I have of heights. Is there anyone else in the room who's afraid of heights? Yes, thank you. I see your hand, and uh, we're friends now, okay? Because we get each other. We get each other. And I got to face this fear of heights. We went ziplining, and I was shaking. I was honestly shaking. I'm not making this up. I was shaking. Uh, We had everything tied up and everything was safe, but um, I was so scared. I considered not going, but... I ended up going, I signed up, so I had to go. Um, so I got there and you know, we got set up, we started going the lowest level and I said, I'm gonna stay here guys. You go on, I'll stay on the kiddies level um, and you guys move on. But you know, my friends who I went with encouraged me and we kept going and I almost went to the highest level guys. This was scary, it was so, so, so scary. But what I'm trying to say is have friends who, for example, my story, they helped me laugh. I was facing a fear and they helped me laugh the whole way. I almost didn't feel like it was miserable or scary. So have friends like that. And I know this is just a, a fear of mine, but maybe you're going through situations and it's really, it's really difficult, but surround yourself with people who will help you laugh, even when life is miserable, because they care. And so number two, we're gonna look at corda, okay? And that is Irish for friends. And in the world, it's important for us to know that in the world, there are a lot a lot of friendly people. I can go to Starbucks like I did and buy a drink and there was a friendly person there to serve me. But the truth is there's not a lot of friends. If you think about it, you can be friendly. And, and the difference is friendly people are nice to you without knowing you. So like, you know, they're having a great time working and they could have been having a bad day, but they didn't. And so they could be having a great time and they're like, oh, it's so nice to serve you this coffee and thank you so much. But they don't know me. They don't know if they would like me or not as a friend. But friends are nice to you and they care about you even though they know you. They know when you have a bad day. They know when you're having an attitude and it's not great. Friends still care. And so we need friends that will lift us up. And we will need friends also that will make us better people. You know, people who laugh with us, who encourage us. Um, But, you know, friends who will also be honest. Do you have honest friends in your life? This is so important. Not too long ago, I was with a group of friends and I didn't come across very nice. I said something and they just didn't understand me properly. So I have a friend who afterwards approached me and she said, "Um, Rebecca, I don't know how to say this, but, um, you know, I, I don't think you came across very nice there. And I said, oh, oh, what did I say? And, you know, we talked about it, and I appreciate it. I didn't, I didn't come from a place of, yeah, like, who are you to tell me that? You know, I appreciate it. I knew I had a friend in her who would help me. And we talked about it, and I understood her perspective. And you know what I did? I went on, next time we hung out with that group of friends, I said, guys, I'm, I'm really sorry I came out that way. You know, I came across that way. And so have people who, when needed, will confront you because encouragement will make us feel good. It makes us feel really good. 
and confrontation will make us good. So sometimes we'll need the honesty, we'll need the confrontation. So have friends who will be honest with you, okay? It's so important. They do it because they care. If they didn't care, they would just keep on going with their lives. And so um, I want to look at Proverbs 18.24. And this scripture from the Amplified Bible. But I want us to read this together because it's so important. The thing about having friendly people out there and not a lot of friends, this talks about that. The man of too many friends, chosen at random, basically, will be broken in pieces and come to ruin. But there is a true and loving friend who is reliable and sticks closer than a brother. So don't just have, you know, friends who you pick at random or because they helped you laugh. But have people who will be true and loving and honest with you and reliable, who will laugh. But when it's serious and when you, you're going through a difficult time, they'll, they'll sit with you and they'll listen to you. And, and so have all these things in, in your friends, you know, have these these. Um, attributes in your friends so we need to be rooted in the kind of community that enables us to make endearing enduring enjoyable and effective friendships it's so so important so um and also a quote that i was reading this week from julianne hoth and she is a dancer she's a singer maybe you saw her on dancing with the stars or america's got talent that's where i saw her but as i was looking and just researching and I know, looking her up, I, I saw this quote from her, and I thought, how interesting is this? She said, I've always had God, because you can have faith and not have community, but we know life is better when we're in community. But she says, I've always had God, but now I want to go back to church for that sense of community and to feel the positive thinking in a place where I can think about being a better person. That's what community does. That's what we want to be for you. We want to be this kind of community where you can, you know, Think positively, but also just become a better person, whatever you need. So have friends who will help you become a better person. That's what I'm trying to say. That's, that's the kind of friends you'll find here in this community of faith. That's one of the benefits. They will help you become a better person. You can make friends here. And the third and last point I have to bring for you today is the word clan. Okay, but you have to have the like clan. Yeah, it can't just be clan. Uh, so that's the Irish in me. It's for family. It stands for family. And we all know that friends and ha- family have a very big difference, right? So your friends, for example, they go to your living room when they visit, isn't it? You clean up the living room, hide anything else that needs to be hidden. And family, they go to the kitchen. They open your fridge. They know where everything is. And that's the difference between friends and family, you know. And not only being your friends, we want to be your friends here, but also we want to be family to you. A cool way that I saw family explained is this. Family are people in your life who are close to your heart, who bring out the best in you, who laugh, celebrate, dream with you, and who love you infinitely. Um, a lawyer once said this. I was also researching the week, during the week, and there's a quote here from, from him. And it's Brad Henry, and he said something that really stuck with me. He said, families are the compass that guides us. They're the inspiration to reach great heights and our comfort when we occasionally falter. It's so important. This is what family is. And maybe maybe you didn't have a great family experience. And that's okay. You know, like I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're hearing this because not all of us are gonna have a great family experience. Maybe you had a really tough time growing up or at home. You can't choose the family you're you're born into, but what I want you to know is that you can't choose to be part of one here. We want to be the kind of family that is there for you, who loves you, who you can trust, 
where you can find a sense of connection. This is who we want to be to you, you know. So you can choose to be a part of this. This is our invitation to you. One of the distinctive characters of our faith and community of faith is that we love each other. We don't always get it right. It does not say perfect family for a reason. It does not say perfect friends for a reason because we get it wrong sometimes. But what what we will try is our hardest to love each other and to be there. As long as you allow us, we will be there and we will be your family. And so in Romans 12, 10, we see the scripture, love each other as brothers and sisters and honor them more than yourself. You know, we, we put ourselves second to put you first. That's the kind of love you'll find here. Real family look out for one another. This is, I've, I've experienced this over and over and over again in this place. My husband is in a, in a time where he's transitioning jobs. And I came to my connect group, which is a place where we meet during the week. There's lots of connect groups all around Dublin, Navan. There's groups online. And I have this group of people that I meet with. We get to do life together. And I told my connect group, uh, we're really struggling to find a job. And it's, it's hard transition time. And they didn't just say, yeah, good luck. Thanks, you know, for telling us. They helped me search. They went out of their way to send me links to job options and talking about it. Real family, look out for one another. Do you have people like that? It's so important, you know, to have people like this. So you, send, you feel that sense of love and care because that's God's heart for you. Maybe you're not a Christ follower here today and, you know, you've never experienced his love. But what we're trying to be and who we're trying to be is more like Jesus. And he cares for you and he loves you. And that's why it's important for us. In this family, you're accepted, you are included, loved, and you are cared for. If you'll allow us, this is who we want to be. This is who we want to be to you. And so don't just attend Lighthouse. Our invitation is belong to this family. We don't always get it right. We're not always going to get it right. But it is a family who will care for you. And so, you know, find family here. You can only be centered in this crazy world if you're in Christ and in community. And maybe you're still on a journey with the in Christ bit. And that's okay. In Lighthouse, we say that you can belong before you believe. And so whether you're on that journey and we'll, we're happy to, to come alongside you and just search and just look. But we know that ultimately, if we have Christ as a foundation, we can build a house that it, it will not move, you know. It's a, it's a sturdy foundation and, and in community. So this is how you can be centered. So what are the benefits of being part of a community of faith? Well, come to have fun with us. Make some friends, some real friends who will laugh who will encourage you, but also make you a better person and find family. Find a family here. This is who we want to be. My question to you as I finish up, and I'll invite the band to come up, is will you commit? Will you commit to coming alongside us? I don't mean your whole life. I, I don't want you to sign up your whole life and say, I'm not ready to be in this. But we have a season of connect groups, like I was saying to you, and there are many groups that meet all over the place, just to make a space for us to to have fun and become better people together. And, and this new season of Connect Groups, there are eight weeks in the season. But my question to you is, will you just come for one? Just try it out. Just see what it's like. Get to know some people and see if what I'm saying is really true. Um, but how you can sign up, there's a card in your cup holders right now that you can scan the QR code, and it will send you to all the options. But it's really an encouragement. Don't be disconnected. Don't, you know, don't be the piece of Lego that uh, is around the room and ends up in the bottom of a drawer. Don't be the person who maybe, you know, feels like they've no place in life because there's a purpose for your life. 
God created you for a reason. And we want to come alongside you and help you find that purpose and live out that purpose. Would you stand with me? Can you just imagine what God can do in your life when you're centered in an environment that is a life-giving community? Can you imagine how much possibility, how much, you know, life could be better, that you could become a better person? I have grown as a person over the last few years in this environment of this faith community. And I know I would not be the person I am today. And I have my flaws and I make mistakes all the time, but they're still there for me to laugh with me, to care for me and to, you know, say sometimes, hey, you did this and, you know, is there a better way to do it? So they come alongside you and they help you. But my question is, can you imagine if you just gave it a shot? Will you just, will you just commit maybe to coming one week and just seeing what it's like, this community of faith? I believe that your life will not be the same. I really believe that with all my heart. And so I want to invite you to become part of this family. Talk to us. Stick around. You know, let us hear more about you because we really want to, to be friends and we want you to be part of this family. Hey, we are so grateful that you could join us today. We really hope and pray that you were encouraged, that you feel blessed by this message. And you know what would really help us? If you could click the like button and also subscribe to our channel because we want to get this message across Ireland and the world and that would really, really help us. So please go and do that. Um, and also to let you know that you can watch and listen to previous messages and find out a whole bunch of stuff on our website, Lighthouse Church. And something else that's really cool, Jake. Tell us about something our else. Today. Yes, guys, we have a brand spanking new Lighthouse Church app. Yeah. So make sure to go download it on our website, or you can download it via the app stores. And there's a lot of cool things in there. You can rewatch previous messages, and there's also some downloadable content for you guys. So make sure to download the Lighthouse Church app. And there's also the Old Fashioned Bible on it. Bible is so important. So, and you know what? Even better than this experience today that we've had is church in person. It's just so good. We meet every Sunday morning in Navin and in Dublin. You can find out all the information on our website, uh, but it's at 11 a.m. every Sunday in person, and we have the best time. So come join us. Uh, we would love to have you with us. So we'll see you next week for Lighthouse Church Online, 7 p.m. Yes. right here. And also, don't forget to follow our social media handles, lighthousechurch.ae. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye.